0: WooCommerce is an online shopping framework built for WordPress and has been rapidly growing in popularity and market share as of late. You may be surprised to discover just how many online shopping sites are presently powered by the platform. We'll get to that here shortly. And on the topic of WooCommerce, I'll give you some of the history and features built into the online shopping plugin, along with how you can utilize it to create a powerful online shopping experience for your brand. All this and more on the Rightly Designed Show. No man who cares about originality will ever be original. It's the man who's only thinking about doing a good job or telling the truth who becomes really original and doesn't notice.
1: You're listening to the Fusion of Form and Function. This is The Rightly Designed Show.
0: Hello and welcome to the program. My name is Thomas and this is the Rightly Designed Show, 888-727-1496. That's 888-727-1496 if you'd like to call in and ask a question for the program. So today's episode is kind of dedicated to WooCommerce, and I've touched on WooCommerce a little bit in the past and why it's such an effective platform to use if you're interested in creating an online shop, but I wanted to dive into it in a little bit more detail and go through some of the specific features and extensions just to help you kind of get some ideas flowing. If you've been considering starting an online shop and you've been shopping around for some of the different options and frameworks out there, I wanted to give you some of the specific features I've found really useful just as I've been building WooCommerce-based websites or as I have used WooCommerce myself, give you some of those features so they can give you just, again, some get some of the ideas flowing to see if they would help you as you begin to explore the option of creating an online shop. This also works as well if you have an online shop presently or currently on a different platform and you're trying to discover, you know, trying to, you know, determine whether or not you might need to switch to something a little bit more powerful, in that case, uh, this episode is definitely for you. Uh, So there was an interesting article or an interesting story in WP Tavern uh, that uh, recaps uh, the latest stats that are revolving around WooCommerce, and they were pretty interesting. And the bottom line of the article is that WooCommerce now powers Around 42% of all online shops, so let me repeat, that's 42% of all online stores, which is pretty astounding. I had talked in a few episodes back about uh, WordPress itself gaining market share. I think it was up to like uh, the mid to to high 30s in terms of the percentage of the web that was being used by it, but 42% is pretty significant. And a lot of this has to do with the fact that many of the other online shopping platforms have started to fall by the wayside. And so there's things like Shopify and Gumroad and kind of self-contained online shopping services. But as I'll get into a little bit later on in this episode, one of the primary advantages to WooCommerce is the fact that it's completely open source. So just like WordPress, you can install it on your site and it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. You can, you know, design and develop your own plugins for it. So of course, for someone like me, who's a web developer and a designer, it is a great option to be able to create a completely customized, you know, WordPress based shopping experience. But some more information from the article that goes on, it says, Last week, Automatic published its annual year-in-review stats, including WooCommerce stats for the first time since the company acquired Woo in 2015. As of December, there are 1,594,894 active stores using WooCommerce, and roughly one-third of those are new in 2016. So again, as you can see, the amount of market share that WooCommerce has been gaining – has actually dramatically increased recently and even as recent uh, as the time that WooCommerce or the company WooThemes was acquired by Automatic. Again, Automatic is the, the organization behind WordPress. One of the most exciting areas of growth is WooCommerce's global market share, the, artic- the article continues. Although both the year-in-review post and the WooCommerce website have the software at 39%, Built with stats show WooCommerce powers 42% of all online stores. This is a huge leap from 30% a year and a half ago when it was acquired. And so they've got a, a little pie chart here in the article. And again, I'll link to this in today's show notes. But it's interesting and it's got WooCommerce, of course, at 42%. But some of the other significant ones that they've got listed out here is Magneto, Magneto, uh, Shopify, Magneto Enterprise, Big Commerce, Volusion, Yahoo Store, Demandware, Oracle Com- uh, Commerce, and Myva Merchant. So there's still a number of other platforms out there. There's even one that I uh, had experimented with a long time ago called Zencart, and I'm not even sure if that's still even in existence or development. There's a lot of the, uh, the other options out there, but at 45% is other. So that shows you that there's still a lot of other different types of E-commerce solutions that aren't even listed here that comprise a pretty significant amount of the market share. Uh, But it goes on. It says WooCommerce market share is even higher in emerging markets like India among stores using the .in extension and Mexico 56% among stores using the MX extension. In May 2016, WooCommerce introduced WC Connect, its new automatic-hosted SaaS architecture built on the WP REST API that makes it easier for users to add and configure store features. Real-time USPS shipping rates for US-based stores is the first of many planned hosting components. Version 2.6 introduced the new shipping zones feature and an updated design for, accounting, for account pages. In 2016, WooCommerce also re-released its Square integration to sync online and offline pur- purchases and inventory. If you're not familiar with Square, Square is that little device that you can plug into an iPhone or, you know, any type of smartphone so that people can swipe their credit swipe their credit cards, you can accept payment in person. The plan for 2016, according to the year-in-review summary, is to continue making setup and scaling easier. At WordCamp US, I asked Matt Mullenweg, CEO of Automatic, what he, what he looks for in a buying experience and how he hopes to bring that to WooCommerce. He said, quote, when I buy from an independent store online, I'm looking for it to be as friction-free as possible, Mullenweg, Mullenweg said. I don't want a lot of steps. I don't want it to force me to register if I don't want to. I don't want the form to error out in weird ways. Anything that breaks my trust. When I visit a website to buy something, how a site looks can increase or decrease my trust. WooCommerce's official storefront theme, which is active on more than 80,000 stores, plays an important part in shaping the buying experience for millions of customers. Mullenwig said storefront has a lot of potential for improvement. So I'll talk about storefront here a little bit uh, later on in this episode. But in essence and in brief, it's just a free, really simple and uh, really well designed and developed uh, online shopping theme that integrates seamlessly with WooCommerce. So if you were wanting to get up and running with WooCommerce relatively quickly and easily and affordably, you could do you could use their storefront theme. So the article goes on and it has a lot more stats and details in terms of how popular WooCommerce is. And the reason I mention this is similar to a reason that I mentioned the WordPress stats with it growing in, in market share as well. And the reason why this is so significant to the decision as to whether or not to switch to or to begin using WooCommerce is the fact that it has such a growing market share. And that growing market share is important because it means that you're going to have more developers available if you ever need them. It means there's going to be more extensions and plugins available for the platform. And it means that it's continually improving. I know that uh, one of the things that I found pretty encouraging back in 2015, and again, it's mentioned in this article, was the fact that uh, Automatic acquired WooThemes or you know WooCommerce in essence. And the reason why that's so encouraging from a, you know, from a development standpoint is it means it's going to make that platform kind of the default, you know, so you can go to there is still some other WordPress based online shopping plugins that you can get. And I think they're free, as far as I can remember. Um, But the fact that WooCommerce is something that the organization that deploys WordPress owns, it's it's something that they own and they control and they continue to develop, means that they can develop it side by side with the improvements being made on WordPress. So again, you know, it's going to be as stable as WordPress is, again, which is good news if you're looking at your online shop from the long term. Uh, another big plus, as well as the fact that you've got tons of different extensions and plugins that can push WooCommerce beyond just of it just out of its native functionality, just beyond, you know, beyond what it's able to do out, you know, just out of the box. So there's a lot of different reasons why having it kind of owned and operated and maintained by the WordPress team it makes it more stable. So Uh, Lots of interesting details, as I mentioned in this article. And again, if you'd like to check out the show notes for today's episode, you can find them at rightlydesignshow.com slash 39 is where you're going to be able to find today's show notes. So the main topic, what I'd like to spend some time talking about today is, as I mentioned, some of the main features behind WooCommerce. Uh, some dive in depth with some of the, you know, some of the extra extensions and things that can push the WooCommerce shopping experience even further than what it's able to do right out of the box. But before I do that, I wanted to take a quick moment to mention a new free resource that I have available for you. So I have put together a brand, what I'm calling a brand assessment. So a brand health assessment. So I've noticed as I've been working with various clients or as a, you know, various interactions and even just kind of surveying different platforms and, and companies and entrepreneurs and authors and speakers, that branding is a pivotal part of the success to anybody trying to really earn a living online or starting a new business or, of course, a brand. So what I've done is I've compiled a simple assessment that's going to ask you a series of questions and give you a score at the very end or an assessment at the end that tells you how you're doing with your branding, uh, with your branding strategy, with the different uh, elements and facets that make a successful brand. So I've kind of compiled a lot of the information and the strategies that I've helped customers and clients employ over the past 10 years or so. I've, I've compiled into a simple, you know, easy to walk through assessment that'll give you some of the, you know, Just a really good idea of how you're doing with your branding ventures. And at the end of that, what I've what I'm also going to include is a PDF download, which just gives you some quick tips and quick branding tips that you can employ. You can start using today to help improve your brand and your overall brand strategy. So, if nothing else, you know, even if your brand is fairly new or if you haven't developed it very much, or even if you haven't started one and you're just looking for some ideas or some basic tips to get started. I would highly recommend you just jump in there and just try going through this assessment. And again, the assessment itself can kind of start getting you thinking and some different ideas, you know, get some different ideas flowing in terms of how you can start improving your brand and and taking a more strategic approach to brand building. So if you'd like to take this free assessment, you can go to rightlydesigned.com slash assessment. Again, this is available totally free at rightlydesigned.com slash assessment.
1: Have a question for the show? Feel free to visit rightlydesigned.com slash question or call
0: 888-727-1496. Okay, so the main topic today is, of course, WooCommerce. So before I get to some of the uh, core reasons and, and features for using WooCommerce, I wanted to touch on a Uh, A snippet from the article that was written when Automatic first took over WooCommerce and it just kind of outlines a little bit of the vision that they have moving forward with the uh, WooCommerce platform. And it says, with Automatic now at the helm of the most dominant e-commerce platform on the web, it will be interesting to see if the company can make selling online just as simple as it made publishing online. WordPress.com's tremendous success can be partially attributed to the company's commitment to democratizing publishing. I do believe that the web needs an open, independent, and easy-to-use commerce platform that you can run yourself on your own website, Mullenweg said in his video announcement, the first video ever to be published to Automattic's YouTube account. Publishing products and selling them on the web is arguably a more complex endeavor Uh, than simply publishing, especially when you factor in location, tax, payment gateways, and everything needed to process transactions. The average non-developer has no concept of what it takes to set up a blog, let alone an online store. But if Automatic can play a part in democratizing the ability for regular folks to sell products online, it has the potential potential to globally transform e-commerce. So a big reason as to why we see WooCommerce jumping to 42% of the market share is because it's really started to do exactly that. It's taken a very complicated process, far more complicated than setting up a blog. You know, a blog is this, you know, in concept is just a matter of writing content and then publishing it. And then maybe some editing abilities and organization abilities in there. When it comes to running an online shop, there's a lot of different security and, you know, Uh, security and complex issues that you then have to be able to take into account. So even before you start, you begin the process of considering whether or not you want an online shop. Those are things that you have to take into account as well. Is that the process of purchasing and delivering a product, even if that's just a digital product, is far more complex than that of starting a blog. So if you're, say, you know, wanting to start a new site, and you want to have a blog, you want to have an online shop, and you want to have all these different facets. One good way to go about it is to start incrementally. Is if you don't have a blog, start there, create a blog, you know, work on it for a couple of months, get pretty familiar with how the platform works, and then extend onto something else like a you know a, a WooCommerce-based shop. One of the benefits, if you're currently using WordPress, is that the, the actual admin portion of managing the products is very similar to managing the content in WordPress. So again, if you're already an experienced WordPress user, jumping into WooCommerce will have a very familiar feel to it, which is excellent, of course, as well. So again, there's a lot of different uh, facets to starting an online shop, a lot of different things to consider. Again, as they mentioned in the article, things like, uh, you know, Tax codes and making sure that your payment gateway is set up and those different things. Nice thing about WooCommerce though is that they make all of those things pretty easy and they have a lot of extensions that you can just kind of plug and play just like a plugin in WordPress. They've got extensions for WooCommerce that make a lot of these things really simple. So before we get to some of the finer details of some of the features and functionality I was going to cover in today's episode, I wanted to take a quick moment just to give a quick summary of what WooCommerce is in its entirety. So I figured rather than coming up with my own summary, I found that a lot of times companies create their own summary a lot better than I can. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play a a short intro or explainer video uh, or just the audio of it, obviously. Uh, that comes straight from the plugin page on the WordPress repository. So here's the audio from that uh, WooCommerce plugin page.
1: Welcome to WooCommerce, a simple, powerful, and extendable e commerce platform for WordPress. If you need absolute control over your shop, starting with what you sell and how your shop looks, all the way through to advanced features and scalability, look no further. No matter what you're selling or how much you're selling, the possibilities are infinite and endless. Let's imagine you've just started screen printing t-shirts. With your first collection ready for printing, you want to sell these great designs online. No matter the variations they come in, WooCommerce can handle it. Set up the sizes and colors once, and you can add new shirts as quickly as they come off of the press. How about your band's new album? Are you wanting to sell downloads of your album altogether or each song individually? Or, for the die-hard fans, you could even sell your album on vinyl. All of the above can be accomplished with WooCommerce out of the box. If you've also been meaning to get an affiliate business off the ground, you've hit the trifecta with WooCommerce, as you can resell others' products on your own site, too. While selling your products can be fun, we've also got you covered in all the other aspects of e-commerce. WooCommerce will grow with you as you add more products, earn more customers, and receive more orders. You can even let your customers pay however they'd like. Offer check, cash on delivery, credit cards via PayPal, and more with a vast collection of other gateway integrations available. WooCommerce can calculate shipping costs and tax rules automatically for your customers too. Offer free shipping, flat rates, local pickup, and more out of the box. Add in our extension and you can have shipping rules based on weight and quantity. Or offer FedEx or UPS. There are integrations for every country and even extensions for order fulfillment. If you are worried about tracking your product stock, inventory tracking is built right in. WooCommerce will let you know when it's time to restock. There are also sleek-looking reports available that give you insight into your shop's heartbeat. This all is also quickly accessed on the go from our mobile app. With a glance, you can stay on top of your business's day-to-day happenings. Hmm. Are you catching our point yet here? You can sell anything and sell it beautifully with WooCommerce, no matter the size of your shop or budget. It's open source and freely available. Own your store and be ready to sell right away with WooCommerce today.
0: Okay, so hopefully that gives you a pretty good idea or at least an overview of how WooCommerce uh, tends to portray itself, at least in a, in a brief segment. So I think that does a pretty good job of encapsulating a lot of the different features that are built into WooCommerce. But I did want to jump into uh, some of the features in a little bit more depth. So some things that might be useful for you to know if you're considering WooCommerce or if you're considering starting an online shop. So the first thing to consider is what type of products you're going to sell. So are you going to be selling digital products? Are you going to be, you know, virtual products? Are these going to be like downloadable? Are these going to be things that are going to have a a lot of different variations? Are they going to be, you know, really complex things? So you're going to need to be able to sell, you know, versions of one type of product. Uh, And then, you know. Aside from virtual type, you know, downloadable products, are you going to sell physical products? So, do you going to need to be able to calculate shipping? Are you, you know, is this shipping going to change? Are you going to have to charge sales tax? Things like that, and you know, there's it gets even more complex. You need to be able to consider, you know, is the actual shipping taxable? Is it not taxable? So, the nice thing is that again, there's a lot of the things that you would need to handle like that on the more complex side of things can be handled within WooCommerce fairly easily, and they make it pretty simple to do. So they've got, in WooCommerce, they've got four main types of products. So they've got a simple product, and a simple product is, just as you might expect, it's simple. It's got a price. You can make it so that it's virtual. Uh, You can also make it so that it's downloadable. So, for example, if you decided you wanted to sell an ebook, let's say you're an author and you decided you wanted to, you've got a book and you wanted to be able to sell a physical print book. So you got a hardcover, and you wanted to be able to sell a digital version. You wanted to sell an ebook version. Well, you'd be able to sell both of those right there within WooCommerce. So a simple product, let's say for example, you wanted to sell the ebook. So you could create a product that's the ebook and let's say you wanted to make it $9. Well then what you'd be able to do in WooCommerce is you go in here and you add $9 as the price. Uh, You upload the file and you just select that it's a downloadable file. A downloadable product and so WooCommerce actually handles everything on the back end for you. So whenever somebody goes through into your shop and purchases that you can set you can configure WooCommerce to be able to uh, to limit how many times that file can be downloaded. you can uh, put an, exp- an expiration date so you can only download that file up to a certain point. You can also set it up in such a way as so that somebody can create an account, and start almost like a library with you. So if you've got like 10 eBooks and you wanna be able to sell all of those and enable someone to kind of access those at a later date, you can set it up that way as well. So there's a lot of different uh, variations in terms of how you can you can set these up. It's very configurable, which is a great thing about WooCommerce is it gives you a lot of flexibility to really fine tune how you want your shopping experience to be set up. So there's a simple product Um, And again, you know, going back to that simple product concept in the ebook print book version, what I just described was being able to create a downloadable product, you could create a second simple product that's not downloadable, that somebody would then have to enter in shipping information. And you know, uh, you could even integrate USPS or UPS or FedEx, similar to what the uh, to the, the video actually mentioned. Uh, but again, setting up all that information so that you collect exactly what you need to then be able to actually ship out the physical version of that book. You can then create what's called a grouped, pro- uh, grouped product where you group multiple products together. Uh, these work great for like specials or packages or that sort of thing. Then you can also do, which I found really interesting and I, I think is really underutilized. Like I don't think most people think about WooCommerce to do, you know, for doing this type of thing, but it's, it's really an excellent feature. And again, I've always known it's there. I've just always seen it. It's just underutilized. And I don't think, again, most people don't really turn to WooCommerce when they're thinking of this, but you can create what's called an external or affiliate product. And all that this does is it incorporates a product into your store, just like any of the other ones. So a digital product that you create or a physical product that's right there within your store, you can create one of these external or affiliate products. And this works great if you are like an affiliate for Amazon and you've got a whole line of products that you're an affiliate for that fit really well within your website. You can just simply add the URL, the affiliate URL that they give you. And then you can actually uh, edit the button text and you can add a description and you can add pictures and all the information right there on your website. But when they click buy now or buy product or whatever button text you put on there, it just links them to that affiliate. So what you're able to do is create a whole section of your online store that is nothing but affiliate products if you wanted to. Like if there's a bunch of online courses that you recommend or a lot of online services that you recommend to your prospects or to your clients, you can actually create if you wanted to. You could create a whole online store through WooCommerce that contains nothing but affiliates or affiliate products. So in today's, you know, for a lot of bloggers or for a lot of people who don't yet have their own product, WooCommerce can actually serve as a pretty effective organizational tool for putting all of those affiliates and all of those things in one place. So it's a great alternative to, you know, to a lot of other, you know, more complex frameworks. Uh, If you're going to be, uh, if an online shop makes sense for you. So, you know, again, if you're going to be selling other products and you want to be able to intermix some affiliates, That'd be a great way to do it. If you're just looking to do affiliates, I would recommend, I've actually developed a plugin that works great for this and you can find it over at Notable Themes, but it's called Affiliate Boxes, and which is a lot simpler. This again is if you're wanting just a list uh, a really simple and easy way to organize affiliate products or affiliate services in one simple list, and with you know tracking and all that built in, I'd recommend something like Affiliate Boxes. Again, that's over at NotableThemes.com. But if you wanted to be able to incorporate a lot of the different affiliate or external products directly within your shop, and even commingle them or organize them with uh, organize them with some of your own products. Uh, this can be a really excellent tool for being able to do that. Then you can also create what's called a variable product, and this is where things get pretty powerful. So let's say, for example, you wanted to be able to sell T-shirts, and those T-shirts come in small, medium, uh, small, medium, and large, and they also come in red, green, and blue. Well, you need to be able to make it simple for somebody to be able to purchase that and as well for you to be able to manage that stock in the inventory Effectively, again, that's another thing that WooCommerce is able to do is the inventory. But what a variable product allows you to do is create one product with, as you might guess, a bunch of different variations, so that somebody is able to select, uh, you know, from two drop downs. First, they select size, and from that size, they can select medium. Then there's that second drop down, which would say color. And then they'd be able to select from that, let's say green. So then it would calculate the price. So let's say, for example, if a medium was more than a small or green was more than blue, it would it dynamically would change that price for you. So that variable product gives you a lot of flexibility when you're going to be selling a product that has a lot of different attributes or variations that apply to it. uh, That makes it very simple for you to be able to manage that process. So in addition to those different product types, you can also manage inventory. So again, this is only going to come into play if you're doing physical products or if you're selling a digital product and you just want to be able to limit the amount of sales. So like, for example, if you wanted people to register for you know, a conference or something and you only have 100 slots available, you want to be able to manage stock. You want to be able to manage the maximum amount of purchases that someone can make or that can be made, period, of that product. So that's where inventory comes in really handy. And, of course, you can, again, if you're selling T-shirts or books or something physical, you can enter in the inventory count. And then as they are purchased, of course, it will automatically deduct that inventory so you can manage all those things right within WooCommerce. Shipping in and of itself uh, is, is pretty powerful right there within WooCommerce. Now, again, as the video mentioned, you can actually go so far as to cre- as to integrate UPS, FedEx, uh, and even USPS, like shipping weight calculators so that, you know, I can dynamically calculate the shipping costs right there on the fly. Again, this is the type of things that you see on an Amazon type store that you're now able to do right there within your WordPress website. So works very well. They've also got uh, a section in here for, do- for linking products and doing upsells and cross sells. So for example, you've probably been on Amazon before and you've been shopping for something and you'll see you may also be interested in this and they'll show you a list of like three to five to 10 products that are similar to what you are currently viewing. So WooCommerce is gonna enable you to quickly and easily search through all of your products and apply upsells and cross-sells to the products, uh, to the specific product that you're on. So that comes in really handy, especially when you're trying to, when you've got an online shop that has a lot of different products. Okay, so beyond that, one of the other really handy things you're able to incorporate into your online shop is the ability for people to leave reviews. So again, similar to an online or to an Amazon type online shopping experience, you can actually enable people to leave anywhere from a one to five star reviews on your online shop. So again, even if it's not things that you're creating, if you're doing affiliate products, and you're kind of intermixing them within your online shop, or if you're wanting to, you know, you've just got a lot of products that you don't necessarily Produce yourself, and you want to enable a little bit more of that interactive kind of social experience right there within your online shop, you can do that so people can leave reviews and they operate again very similar to the way comments normally work within WordPress. So it's all very familiar and easy to set up. So that's a really important part of building an online shop. But again, one of the great things uh, about WooCommerce is the fact that you're not tied down. You can actually enable or disable those and you can actually configure whether or not they can leave ratings. And a lot of these things you can set up to fit the the specific online shopping experience you're trying to create. Now, one of the, the best things I've found about WooCommerce, one of the things that make it extremely powerful is the checkout process. So with a lot of these other online shopping platforms, you're pretty much tied down to what they want you to do. The nice thing about WooCommerce is that you have some flexibility. You can add in custom fields, you can determine what information you take from them. It automatically helps you determine whether or not you need shipping information or not. And it makes that process really smooth and they've continued to improve that over the years. Now it used to be pretty much by default if you wanted to just use WooCommerce for free because WooCommerce out of the box in its native format is totally free. You can set up a self-hosted WordPress website and you can install WordPress or you can install WooCommerce totally free. But it used to be that you could only use like PayPal, I think was the only payment option that you could accept for free. But just recently, they actually uh, started offering Stripe. So the Stripe payment gateway, they now offer to you uh, natively so you can get that totally for free so all you need to do is go set up a free tr- a stripe account and uh, you can start accepting credit card payments that way which is ten times better than the pay than the PayPal method because unless somebody has a payPal account it's very annoying for the the customer because when they click you know check out it then opens a new window and they have to go through that Totally ugly, you know, PayPal form, which nobody likes to look at. They have to sign in and it's really annoying. It's a terrible shopping experience. Um, But now you can can, uh, incorporate a Stripe account totally for free, which enables someone to just enter in their credit card information directly into that form on your website and it just connects automatically with Stripe and you don't have to worry about setting anything else up for that to work. Now, one quick cautionary side note, I think I've mentioned this before in past episodes. If you're going to be accepting payment, which if you're doing an online shop is pretty much a given, you want to ensure that you have an SSL certificate installed on your website. So most hosting providers are going to offer that. Some will offer that standard or even for free. Others will offer that as an add-on service, but you'll want to ensure that, again, WooCommerce is being served over HTTPS, which is a secure connection to ensure that if you're accepting any type of payment, that is mandatory. You absolutely will want to do that. Now, the great thing uh, about Stripe, there's a lot of different other payment gateways out there. But for most of them, like um, Authorize.net and USA ePay and all these other ones, you have to buy an actual extension just to be able to connect with that payment gateway through WooCommerce. And I think they usually range anywhere from 70 to like $100. So there's a little bit of a cost there. But the reason why it's nice that they actually made Stripe uh, free is from the ones I've personally researched. Uh, Stripe is one of the best out there, mainly because it's accepted by a lot of platforms and it, incorporate, it incorporates really well with a lot of platforms. Plus they have a really good API for developers. But they enable you to do... Uh, reoccurring payments. So if you ever want to set up an infrastructure, like a membership site or something like that, where you charge on a reoccurring basis, Stripe is actually set up and designed to be able to do that. There's a lot of different payment gateways out there that don't actually allow you to do reoccurring billing, which again, can cause you some problems down the road if you ever decide that you wanted to do some, some sort of reoccurring billing. But as I was mentioning about integrating Uh, Stripe with WooCommerce again it's totally free so you can go down again for free set up a a Stripe account you can use their their Stripe extension to connect it to WooCommerce and again all of that is totally for free to set up. Now what I did want to take a, a quick moment to to run through was some of the extensions that you have available to you. I just wanted to highlight four really useful ones that I think would solve a lot of the problems that I hear coming up time and again with people not necessarily wanting to sell products, but maybe services or online courses and that sort of thing. Uh, This is where you can take WooCommerce beyond just selling products and what you would normally expect of an online store. So the first one is called subscriptions. So as I mentioned previously, if you want to be able to offer reoccurring billing or have reoccurring billing with what you're selling, you'll you'll definitely wanna set up Stripe as their a payment gateway that enables you to do that. But uh, one way that you're able to actually make use of that feature is through something called subscriptions. And I'm gonna leave links to all of these uh, different WooCommerce extensions on today's show notes. So if you wanna check these out or watch the videos or get more details, you can go to the show notes to find those links. Um, but what it does is it enables you to set up subscriptions. So that if you want somebody to be able to, I don't know, let's say you've got uh, a product that, you know, like let's say you sell, uh, I don't know, some sort of food item or, you know, like a candy or something that you want people to be able to purchase over and over again. Well, somebody can actually, you can actually set up uh, this subscription model to actually sell over and over and over again or on a residual basis the same product. Or again, if you've got a membership site or something that requires a monthly payment or a yearly payment, you can integrate this subscriptions plugin to set that up seamlessly. And again, it works—it works, it works uh, really well with the native WooCommerce functionality, so that you can just get in there, set this up, uh, and again, you can you can set up a product to be able to you know you can distinguish which products are reoccurring and which ones are not. And make that really easy for your customers to just jump in there and buy something. And again, we've talked in the past, actually had a whole episode dedicated to the importance uh, of doing a reoccurring billing or a a reoccurring payment type business structure. And something like this would be a practical tool that would enable you to do that. Another extension they have is a memberships extension, which again does exactly as you might expect. It enables you to integrate an entire membership subscription model into your WooCommerce shopping experience. So you can make it, again, if you, this one comes up time and again, where people want to be able to create membership content on their site. So whether that's, you know, a place where people can interact, but maybe if you just got, you know, content that you want to hide from the public, unless you have a paid membership This plugin makes that really easy to do. So you can actually hide off specific sections of your site or specific posts unless somebody is a subscribed paying member. So the memberships uh, extension for WooCommerce enables you to do that really easily. Uh, Another one uh, is called Sensei and Sensei enables you to create online courses right there within your WordPress website and again, integrate seamlessly with WooCommerce. This enables you to create video courses and it even has the ability for you to create quizzes. So you can, you know, create modules and then lessons and then with each lesson you can, you know, have even a score that it incorporates with each, you know, specific thing that you want, you know, to kind of test and quiz people on. It's at the end of each module, I think this is how they have it set up, you can actually go in there and again, as I mentioned, you can create uh, you can create a a quiz or a test to help uh, kind of people get an assessment of how they're doing with your course but it's a really powerful online course creation tool that again you can incorporate directly within your WordPress website through WooCommerce And the last one is bookings the last one I want to mention today is called bookings and this one enables you to as you might have mentioned uh, as you might imagine uh, book Appointments or events with you. So rather than selling a product that you would ship to someone, you can create a new type of product that's a booking where people can connect. You know, they've got different extensions and things in here so they can connect uh, directly to a calendar. Uh, you can set specific times for availability. So if you ever need someone to be able to pay you to book an appointment, uh, bookings works really well for that. It also, it also works really well for if you're ever going to do an event. if there's some sort of conference you're putting on, again, the bookings extension can help you do that. So these are all these, these four that I've just mentioned are paid, but I just wanted to give them to you as an example of some of the different functionality that you can build right there on top of uh, WooCommerce that extends far beyond just simply selling products. Which leads me to the the point I wanted to kind of end on, which is that, which is why I recommend Uh, WooCommerce so highly. Now, as I mentioned before, I've been doing, you know, WordPress-based development for several years now, and a lot of that has included some WooCommerce development as well. And a lot of everything has been custom-tailored using WooCommerce to be able to handle that shopping experience. So the great thing about WooCommerce is that it's extensible. So, you know, you can start out with just selling a few products, and then over time, you can grow it with the functionality that you need to be able to handle, again, literally thousands of products if that time ever, you know, if if your growth or if the amount of product that you're selling uh, ever reaches that point, uh, as well as the fact that they've got all these different extensions that you can purchase to take, uh, you know, WooCommerce in a direction you may not originally expect it to be able to go. So again, so things like uh, managing appointments, uh, doing online courses, memberships, and, you know, uh, reoccurring billing and all these different things that you can do within an online shopping experience. So one of the things, if you're wanting to get started, what I would recommend, and again, the great thing about this is with a lot of these things, you know, setting aside some of the extensions, you can actually start with most of this for free. So, uh, WooCommerce actually has a theme out and it was mentioned in one of the articles that I referred to previously. But they've got a free theme that they developed called Storefront. And Storefront is a really simple, easy to use, easy to set up WooCommerce theme that you can install on your self-hosted WordPress you know, hosting service. And you can go in there and it's a great opportunity for you to experiment a little bit with WooCommerce to find out if it's going to be for you, that sort of thing. Uh, again, this is uh, totally free and it's created by the people at WooCommerce so that you, you know, you can be right, you can rest assured it's going to work. When it comes to determining what theme you're going to use, I think I've been, you know, I've been asked in the past, you know, what pre-built WordPress theme can I use? And it's really been a mixed bag for me. I would recommend if you're gonna start out or you're exploring the option of doing a, a fully, you know, a full WooCommerce online shopping experience, I'd start with their free theme. And I would trust, I'd rely on that pretty heavily just because. It's something that the people at Woo Themes have actually developed. So you have some, you know, uh, the people who actually developed the extension or the plugin are probably going to have a grasp on how best to design a theme. So that's a great place to start. Um, but it's been a mixed bag for me when it comes to a lot of the pre-built WordPress themes out there on some of the today's theme marketplaces. So... Unfortunately, there's not really one I can recommend. Uh, My highest recommendation typically is to have something built from scratch. That's always going to be the best way to get the specific features that you need most to make your shopping experience custom tailored to fit your specific brand needs and the goals that you have for your customers. But again, uh, just using their storefront theme is a great way to start. So even if you decide that WooCommerce might be a little bit too complex or too far of a leap, to start out with in terms of selling products. One option is to start out with something really simple like Gumroad. Uh, Gumroad I've mentioned in previous episodes before, but Gumroad makes it really easy for you to sell uh, digital products and they also enable you to sell some physical products as well. It's a bit limiting though, but again, it's a great way to start out and gain some experience with selling online or selling digital products before jumping into something completely custom, which is what you would get with WooCommerce. So this is uh, probably, you know, long term, if if online shopping is going to be something that you're going to or an online shopping experience is going to be something that you want to offer to your customers. Uh, out of all the different options I've personally explored, I'd highly recommend uh, going with WooCommerce. So I hope some of these, uh, some of the details I went through today, uh, been useful for you. If nothing else, just to get some of the, you know, the ideas flowing in terms of what you can do with an online shopping experience built on WordPress. So as always, as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you have a question, you know, that you'd like answered or explored here on the Rightly Designed Show, you're more than welcome to visit rightlydesigned.com slash question. And you can also call 888-727-1496. And as always, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the program today. And we'll see you next week.
1: enjoying the rightly designed show please consider taking a quick moment to leave us a review on itunes stitcher or the channel of your choice visit rightlydesigncom slash show for links to these channels and more